1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We are going to do a little stock market talk when it comes to the NFL. We're going to decide which teams are stocks that we want to buy going forward and teams that we want to sell because we don't really trust them moving forward. So, Jenks, let's start with a good part. Which teams and players do you have your eye on uh, when trying to buy some stocks?
0: I have my eye on Deontay Foreman, former Texas running back, but who has been a stud former for Tennessee
1: the Tennessee Titans.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. He was a stud for Tennessee. Obviously, you're going to choose Derrick Henry instead. That's why Deontay Foreman left. But if you look at what he's done for the Panthers, whenever he has gotten at least 15 carries this season, and I believe that has happened four times already, he's rushed for over 100 yards. So all they have to do is just – feed him the football if you feed him the football and i think the panthers will do that moving forward because they're now they're seeing what a talent that they have so if you're the panthers what you want to do is open the game up feed deontay foreman and then let sam darnold or whoever is at quarterback i think it's gonna be sam now because he was pretty decent last week i know that's not much and let him make short passes safe passes to try and win football games he rushed 24 times for 113 yards this past weekend against a very very good Broncos defense. So this is a stud. I don't think the market has caught up with him. So if he gets the carries, he's going to get the yards, and that's something that I would look for if you're looking at a player prop.
1: Yeah, and he's going against the Seahawks, I believe, this week. Which, uh or no, that's December 11th. They're on a bye, aren't they? Yes. They don't play this week. Yeah, so the next time out, if you can get that number extra early, uh, the Seahawks are allowing almost five yards of carry. So it should be a good matchup when Deontay Foreman comes back, and he will be rested. So maybe a good prop to keep your eye on. For me, I am going to go to the Big Cat Kingdom. We already talked about this earlier in the show. Uh, two, Two teams that I really like moving forward are the Bengals and the Jaguars. I think the Bengals is the easier case to to make for this segment. Uh, seven and two over their last nine games. After starting the season zero oh and two, so it has been uh, a flipping of the script for the Bengals. And this is kind of what they did last year. They come on stronger down the stretch. And especially now that the Bengals are supposed to get back Jamar Chase, who we all know is a cheat code for Mm -hmm. wide receiver, and also Joe Mixon, who I have had an up and down relationship with when it comes to his props. He has not been a, you know, a cash cow when it comes to his rushing props, but still a piece that will be welcomed back to that Bengals offense. But Joe Burrow has shown that he can make it work with just about anybody, has other great great receivers, including T. Higgins, who can make some great catches, as we saw against the Titans this past weekend. So like the Bengals moving forward, and also like the Jags, if the Jags can find out how to win, statistically, they've been a good team all season long. We've talked about this. The metrics like the Jags, uh, mm-hmm. their defense is decent. It's just been in the fourth quarter, they've kind of peed down their leg a bit. So now they've won two of their last three games, including last time out against the Ravens in thrilling fashion. Thank God for them that Justin Tucker didn't make a 67-yard field goal. But still, I've said this all along. If the Jags can figure out how to make it work in the fourth quarter, they're going to be a dangerous team. Like maybe not in the Super Bowl market, but as Mm -hmm. far as betting them week in and week out in the NFL. So really like the Bengals and the Jags.
0: I was going to say the Bengals as well, just for the same reasons that you were saying, and they're only going to get healthier, and we're not talking about them, but listen, this is a team that made the Super Bowl last year. Joe Burrow is playing, playing lights out football, and the only reason why we're not talking about them is because of the dominance of the Bills and the Chiefs and then the NFC, the Eagles, but the Bengals are right there in a tie for the lead in the division, so keep an eye on those guys, and I'll keep saying the Niners, that defense shutting down teams in the second half has just been unbelievable they are the first team since 1991 to pitch five consecutive shutouts in the second half so if you're going to score on those guys you better get it done early because once they adjust it is over and as long as jimmy g with the weapons around him drives the car and is a he's an exceptional game manager he's not a star but he's exceptional at just getting the ball in the right spots to all those weapons, man, the Niners are going to be a tough out. I don't know if they're the best team in football, but there's a reason why they have the fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl. Don't look at their record. Look at the odds. I like the Niners.
1: It scares me a bit that Elijah Mitchell is now out for the foreseeable future. Spring is MCL, I believe. But I think they have enough weapons in that backfield where it doesn't really matter. Because I think the initial reaction was like, oh, man, they just traded away Jeff Wilson. Junior to the Dolphins that kind of sucks but still you have Christian McCaffrey you have Debo Samuel and uh, they have this rookie that I think they like who is named uh, maybe he's not a rookie Jordan Mason Uh, it looks like he might be uh, getting some of those carries for the Niners so I think it's a team that is uh, more than capable of picking up the slack when it comes to that team and then finally I think I'm still in on the Titans I know it's a, a tough sell after losing to the Bengals but that game was mostly just self-induced penalties and really not making the most of opportunities. I know uh, they the defense did a great job and limited the Bengals to what was going to be a field goal, and then the Titans would have a chance to go out and like have a chance to at least tie it. Uh, but then they had a penalty, and it gave them a first down, and then they... Uh, held on to the ball, won the game. So I think this is still a good Titans team. I think Mike Frabel is still a very good coach who does the most with the least, and the receiving core is getting a little bit more healthy uh, with Traylon Burks back out there. Robert Woods has had some big games. So still kind of in on the Titans. Do you have any other stocks you want to buy, Jinx? Are we going to sell? Those are the ones
0: stocks I'm ready to sell, 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 sell.
1: All right. Time to get negative here on The Daily Tip presented by (laughs) BetMGM. I'm Chelsea messenger. He is Michael Jenkins doing a little stock market action with the NFL. Now we are going to sell. These are the teams that we don't trust moving forward. So we are out. Jenks, Who are you out on?
0: Russell Wilson. I just have to say, I, I everybody's out of Russell Wilson, but I've just been consuming as much content as I can about Russell and how he may be broken and how the Broncos are essentially stuck with him at least for a couple more seasons. I'm, I'm just blown away that this is a guy that I thought was an outside MVP candidate with that defense. And that's the crazy thing. That defense is so good for the Broncos. If they had any semblance of an offense, Denver would be a great football team. But nobody is a fan of Russell Wilson on that roster. They're screaming at him. His act has gotten tired. I am not betting on a single Broncos game for the rest of the season. In fact, I quit two weeks ago because you can't trust Russ, and he may be a guy whose career is done. He looks like a reclamation project at this point.
1: Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad what we've seen with Russell Wilson and also the wasting of a very good Broncos defense, one of the best red zone defenses in the entire NFL, and it's just wasted. And it's got to be extremely frustrating when you leave your heart and soul on the field and you're playing this great defense and your offense can score what a field goal or something against the Panthers. So, yeah, I think that was rock bottom. Uh, I know we've said that it's been rock bottom for the Broncos, like, you know, seven weeks in a row, it seems, but yeah, it, it seems like the Broncos are a stock this, even though they have already fallen a lot, I think they can still fall a little bit more. So for that reason, I am out on the Broncos as well. Another team that I'm out on, I think this is a sell high opportunity for the commanders because we see the commanders favored this week on mm-hmm. the road at the Giants. What are we doing here? I don't think this is me saying that the commanders are a bad team. I just think when we're talking about, you know, uh, the parallels between the stock market and the NFL is that the commanders have been on the rise, on the rise, on the rise. I think now is the time to sell because they've won six yeah. their last seven. I don't think their stock's going to get any higher. In fact, I think there's a good chance that they lose outright to the Giants, who are a team that's proven that they can win, with uh, even some players being on the injured list. So I think it's time to sell on the Commanders.
0: Yeah, I, I can't fault you for that. I am also selling the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've been waiting, waiting, waiting for Tom to come alive, for that roster to come alive, and this is just who they are right now. I cannot believe I look at the NFC South and I see this garbage division and they cannot take control of it. When is the last time you saw Tom Brady in a clutch spot in overtime? I know he's in Cleveland against a very good Browns defense, but I thought the ball's in his hands. This game's over. Tom's going to drive him down the field. He's going to win this thing. That did not happen. Miles Garrett took him down. Browns got the football back. They won the game. So Tampa's just this middling team that has talent but hasn't put it together and now Tristan Wurfs is out for the next three or four weeks at least that offensive line is a mess I'm out on Tampa Bay all
1: right here is a an x-factor stock a stock that I think might be a little volatile and I want to get your opinion on it the Cleveland Browns with the return of Deshaun Watson are you in are you still out
0: I am out I don't buy the Browns at all. They're four and seven. What are they going to do the rest of the year? Nothing. They're in contention for nothing. They have a sexual predator at quarterback. I'm not backing <laughs> the Browns at all. I mean, seriously, this guy should not be playing in the NFL. I'm not backing the Browns at all. Fade, sell, whatever you want to say.
1: Yeah, I'm in a moral quandary here because I would not back the Browns even if I wanted to. And I think the Browns do have some redeeming qualities, especially on the defensive end. Um, speaking of defensive ends, Miles Garrett won best in the NFL. But still, don't we think Deshaun Watson might be a little rusty? I don't think he's going to come in there and just put on you know, a clinic after sitting on the sidelines for so long. When's the last time he played an actual NFL game? It's been a long time.
0: Yeah, forever. So I don't blame you. I think he could come in and struggle early. I I can't imagine him coming in and just suddenly just lighten the place up.
1: Yeah, hopefully not. I'm not rooting for him. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network. The Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.